Hi guys! Today we're going to be talking about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your home, your phone, or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be played on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. And you can also earn money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm now. Have a good day, guys. Hello, and welcome back to Murder Mystery and Sex with Serenity. Today, we're going to be talking about Bear Brook Murders. Let's dive in. November 10th, 1995, in a dense forest in New Hampshire, a hunter spotted a suspicious metal barrel, so he called the police. The police showed up to the park in question, which was the Bear Brook State Park in Allenstown. Once the police opened the barrel, they found the remains of a young woman and a child. An investigation followed, but there were zero clues in the crime scene. So, the identity of the victims and the perp remained a mystery for years. 14 years later, in May of 2000, another metal barrel was found in the same forest, not far from the first. This time, the police found the remains of two children inside. The four victims were killed the exact same way. They were hit with a blunt object and then dismembered. That's nasty. Just freaking despicable. There were, there was honestly a serial killer on the loose. And there was nothing the police can connect the dots to. Therefore, they did what anybody would do. Let the case go cold. So, the case went cold for 30 years the murders happened in pre-dna testing era so in 2014 they tested the dna excuse me from the scene the police discovered that the three victims were related it was a 20 something year old female and two little girls right they still didn't know about the third child Three years later, in 2017, another DNA test pointed to the serial killer. It's said to have matched a man named Robert Evans. Keep that name in mind, because I'm just going to jump a little bit. So, Evans was the father of the third child, basically. And he's been in and out of prison since the 80s and the 90s, right? But they also found... Rasmussen, right? That is Evans Real's name, okay? Evans is a fake name. Anyway, Terry Rasmussen, he was dead for seven years. He died in 
prison in 2002 at the eight or 2010 at the age of 62. He was arrested in 2002 for killing his girlfriend, a chemist with the last name of John. I'm not going to butcher her name, so I'd rather not. So he definitely killed her with, guess, guess, a blunt object and then did what with her body? He dismembered her. He buried her. Here's the messed up part. He buried her body in her own basement in California. The same style in which everybody else has died, correct? Okay. So, basically, he he is the killer. He's the top suspect. He's the killer. And the police can't do nothing because uh, he died in prison in 2010. Go you, Terry. You sick, sadistic bastard. Anyway, let's talk about the four victims. It was Marilise Honeychurch was the older woman in question. She was 24 years old. And the two little girls that they found was Marie Vaughn and Sarah McWaters. Sarah was one years old and Marie was six. They are both the daughters to Marilise Honeychurch. That is horribly sad. And then Terry's child is still unknown, but, 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 a woman named Andrea Styers came forward to say that Terry was her father, and she knows that little girl because that's her half-sister. And she calls her half-sister. She named her Anita Moon. Guys, that is honestly a horrible story. Horrible ending. I don't know why people in this world are just so horrid. Like... Wretched human beings, literally. Anyway, with that being said, have a good night and have a good day.